Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Education. Again, took another week off last week. Um, I just, you know what, it's just, I actually have, I feel kind of feel guilty saying this, but I have a rake of work on at the minute um, and paid work. And as you know, I make zero dollars from this, this podcast. So um, yeah, I just, last week I needed to have uh, the full, like the breath of my concentration on something else. So um, you know the way you just, I mean, and the thing is, and I say this all the time, I really need to be in the in the headspace for um, private education because you have to kind of have a bit of a, like you have to be having a good day, kind of. And I was saying on Instagram yesterday, I don't know if anyone, if anyone follows me on Instagram personally, as opposed to just the podcast, you may have seen that I, I was querying with the whole pandemic thing. I was asking whether it was just me that was having either brilliant days where everything seems great and you feel like you can conquer the world or completely terrible shit 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 days start to finish it's either one or the other there doesn't seem to be any middle ground any in between and so basically last week I had a series of those terrible shit 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 days and I was waiting for a good day to come back around and thankfully this week I've had a couple so here we are with a new episode and joining me I'm so delighted that I have someone joining me because last week was it was good you know being being solo but I do prefer to be able to have the chats. And joining me for the chats is my pal, Dr. Dre. Hello. Hello. And you know, I actually had a message or a review on, I think it was on iTunes. I was reading and it said, all it said was, I love when Dr. Dre comes on. <laughs> oh, my days. Well, always happy to be involved. My, one of my faves. Buzzing. My Buzzing. Yeah. So last week, um, you probably listened, Dre. I, I hope you listened. I'll kill you if you didn't. <laughs> no, I won't. But um, last week I did, I answered two uh, listener queries and I have two more this week. Now, the first one I think is, well, I, I mean, I think it's simple enough. Um, I mean, it's not. And for the person it's not, but I think there probably will be good advice we can give. The second one is a little more complicated. So we'll leave that till 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 second we'll start okay. out with the kind of more straightforward one is that all right yeah i'm buzzed because i haven't i've i've had no um preparation here so i'm, I'm coming in fresh you're coming in fresh and to be fair like uh, not that i'm coming in fresh i've already read them of course but i haven't put a huge amount of thought into what i'm going to say <laughs> we'll we'll you know it'll just come as we as we go not because i don't not because i don't want to prepare but because sometimes i think if i over prepare It'll just sound a bit hammy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll go on natural. We'll go on, yeah, we'll go on natural. Okay, we'll also mute my phone there in case anyone <laughs> heard that message. Okay, 
so I'm obviously um everyone knows I keep them completely anonymous so if ever you want to message in you don't have to worry that I will accidentally read out your name so this girl says I've been listening to your podcast for some time now and I think you might be able to help me thanks for listening okay I'm starting to feel like my boyfriend is losing interest we have been living together for over a year after doing long distance for two years and things over the past few months have changed His nights now revolve around how long he can spend playing video games with his friends. It's a struggle to get one or two movie nights a week together. And when we do, he spends the entire time scrolling on his phone. Sex has become non-existent in our relationship. We used to have it quite regularly, like three to four times a week. Now, if he touches me, excuse me. Now, if he touches me once, once every week or two, I'll be lucky. I know I have put on some weight recently, so it may be the case he's not attracted to me anymore. And with lockdown, it's trackies and hun buns every day, so I'm not looking my best. When I do put makeup on, he's like, why are you wearing that? I really don't know what to do. Please help. First off, I'm sorry that you're having, to the listener, that you're having such a shit shit time on so many fronts, it sounds like there being a lockdown dealing with you know your your boyfriend losing interest you trying to put in a bit of effort and it being not well received just bad. like and, and also oh like it actually it, it squeezes my heart um when i hear of of women girls women whatever um or anyone truth be told that are like oh it's my fault because i've put on weight or it's oh it's my fault because i wear a hun bun or like absolutely no if you've been together for that long and did long distance Mm. it was if you could if your relationship survived two years long distance it wasn't about the physicality it was about the connection you had I'm assuming I think that would be you know something you could say excuse me um and like at the moment we're locked in with food there's not much else so I think everybody's kind of up and down and weight wise and weight is never something like, I mean, if you love somebody, you'll love them if they're a stone heavier or a stone lighter, or if they're, you know, if all of a sudden something happens and their appearance changes, like that shouldn't be the foundation of, it can be the foundation of attraction. But can, once you move past that, you know, um, with with body shape and, and and things like that and you know not putting in effort as as you know a lot of people would say like with the hun bun and the tracksuit like I mean I'm I'm the great unwashed at the moment like I had you know I put in absolutely zilto effort but and and to be fair my husband isn't exactly you know getting into a three-piece suit and putting gel in his hair every day it's not like you know it's it's not going both ways but maybe it's the case of that just to take that issue as a kind of as as the only thing going on like if it is something to do with a lack of attraction it's not because of the lack of effort quote unquote that that you're putting in and like the, I like I want to get across that you know without without offending anyone it, yes it can be unattractive to both men women you know in he, like hetero relationships whatever kind of relationship you're in if your partner all of a sudden changes like say for instance you're going out with someone who trains four days a week plays a sport whatever and like eats well takes care of themselves and that's part of who they are and that's part of what attracted you to them right Mm 
then all of a sudden they, or whether they go through a hard time or they just change or whatever it is. And that part of what you found attractive about them isn't there anymore. Okay. Granted that might come with a body change, but the, the thing that you liked about, about them might've been their motivation to train. It might've been their discipline. It might've been the fact that, you know, you could rely on them to, to always want healthy meals, to help you always want healthy meal, healthy meals. You know, it might be not the body change that you've, that you've, yeah and unattractive but the personality change that might have gone with that and then let's not forget if someone has you know like put on weight or or had an illness or just you know whatever the, the case may be they you know they inherently are still the same person like you said but yeah. like I, I I'm trying to think of a way to say it without offending anyone like it's you can kind of understand to a certain extent if the the body change the physical change the aesthetic change yeah came with some kind of other a, a change in motivation or a change in you know what I mean so like say for instance if my husband next week was just like no I'm not going out on any more walks I'm not going to exercise anymore I want to stay at home and just like do nothing and whatever whatever I would find that unattractive not because he'd like potentially put on weight but because that isn't attractive to me, that that attitude of, you know, a lack of motivation and a lack of want to be outdoors or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think, no, yes, I do. And I agree there. Yo, no, 100%. I understand. And kind of drilling down into that then, hmm. if, like, I'm not accusing anybody here again, I'm not, and I'm not pointing fingers or anything, but I kind of want to know, has anything happened to your listener? Is she doing okay? Because sometimes weight gain and it's not accusatory but sometimes weight gain and weight loss can be an indication of a different problem oh my god yeah and I'm not like putting on a couple of pounds hello here I am rounder than I was before I got locked into my house absolutely but is there anything wrong because if there is a weight gain and then there's exterior changes as well so the relationship isn't the same he feels how how is the weight affecting her is she self-conscious now is yeah. that affecting the relationship not that that's, you know, I'm not, and again, the weight isn't the issue. It's what's caused it. Where has it come from? Oh my God, you said it way. Uh, that's what I was trying to say for the last fucking seven minutes. Honestly, that, that is exactly what I was getting at. It's, it's, it's not about the physical element. It's about no. what caused that physical element. And, and it can go both ways and it can go all, you know, it can, it can be um, a woman wondering that about a man and a man wondering that about, about a woman. Like, yeah. has there something happened al- alongside the weight gain that maybe you know is there um depression or is there anxiety or is there you know anything like that going alongside it yeah because I, I personally and from past experience I remember being in a relationship where um very early on there was like a bit of messing I was young I was super active I was you know when you're younger and you could eat McDonald's every day of your life and like the there's, weight isn't an issue you're just running oh. The best on your side my life um, and uh, I had a conversation with uh, my boyfriend at the time and it went around like well now you better not start piling on weight because that's false advertising and I remember thinking that's such a that, like, you can't you can't say that but also lol that's not going to happen and then roll on a few years time and I went through a really tough time like I had like, a sick family member 
personally, like stuff with college wasn't going well, and I started to put weight on. And I, at the time, assumed it was, oh, it's the weight because of that passing comment that was made. But I know myself, I still wasn't the same person that I was. You know, I, I, I changed as well because of the circumstances. And yeah, it, it was hard at the time to say no. Because of that comment, it was hard at the time to be like, okay, it's, it's because you're different. So I was like, no, it's because you're such a pig and you just want to. But I know I was different. And yeah. with hindsight, looking back, I know that now. So if the listener could have a think to themselves about, okay, what's going on with me? Check in with yourself. You know, is, is lockdown, and it says in the last couple of months, has this happened before lockdown? Has this been going on for a while? You know, is there any changes in you? Not physically, like on the inside, mentally, emotionally, what's going on? Because I, like as cutthroat as this is, I don't care about him in this situation. I'm more concerned about is she okay and or he, uh, sorry, he or she okay. She said hun bun. That's why I, I assumed it was a, I assumed it was a girl. Um, <laughs> it is. I, I can tell yeah. by her name that it is girl. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just think that that's where this should start. Yeah. And it's hard because and, the, ex- I think it's worth saying like in no way by us saying this, are we, placing any blame for these issues with sex and with the relationship at her feet in no way like not at all more I feel like this is more us saying is she okay check in with herself have a look at how she feels in the relationship have a look at how she feels about herself and how just just you know by way of check in with yourself yeah but in no way are these things her fault or in any way for she she should feel any any blame so i want to just go back to the um the she says his nights now revolve around how long he can spend playing video games with his friends and it's a struggle to get one or two movie nights a week and when we do spend time he's on his phone scrolling sex has become non-existent so that's I, i think we can probably assume that she is making an effort to try and have more you know she's saying it's struggle to get one or two movie nights a week so I think we could probably read into that and, and say that she's trying to encourage him to spend more time with her and he wants to play video games with his friends and scroll on his phone now the, the scrolling and the playing video games in my experience and from what I've heard from friends of mine and things that can be a way of escaping reality so if you are looking for um kind of you're literally jumping into video games and onto your your not your phone to scroll to to get, let your brain have a bit of an escape from you know real life i guess or like what's actually going on so men and women in fact everyone uses um video games at times to escape their actual problem like sometimes i find and i know this is so silly but like if i'm having a particularly tough time i quite often open up my laptop and throw on the sims and play for a couple of hours because you're focused on something else you have to concentrate on what's going on or your sim will die and like it's you're literally living in a fantasy world for a couple of hours and it just get it's like I don't know it's like meditation for people you know it's yeah. like a little bit of escape from reality so he might be doing that and you have to kind of look at that maybe and think what is he trying to escape from is he not happy um, and it seems to me as though neither of you are necessarily living in a in a happy relationship together at the minute because he's trying to escape, you know, play his games and stuff. 
you're thinking, oh God, is it because I've put on weight and because I don't look my best? That's like, oh Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my WhatsApp on my computer. <laughs> there I was I was like my phone is on silent this will be fine um <laughs> sorry so yeah I, I think you know that neither neither of you if I'm talking directly to the listener neither of you on the surface anyway based on this one message seem to be fully happy in yourselves I agree if you're not happy in yourself it's very 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 feckin' difficult to be happy together yeah and that's what I think we were both saying about you know checking in with yourself not because of the weight gain by any means and we're leaving that behind that's not the and we're again not placing blame at anybody's feet but why aren't you happy why aren't you content because you can't be happy in a relationship if you're not happy in yourself and as you said it sounds like both parties aren't happy so a bit of communication I think there seems to be a communication breakdown as well because nobody's asked the other are you okay yeah no yeah yeah. How are you? And that can be hard, especially when the communication has broken down to start that conversation. Because when you when that question comes out of nowhere, you're like, yeah, what are you talking about? And it can be quite, you know, people can jump to defensive. But, it, but, you know, if you broach it, listen, things haven't been the way they have been before. And I'm just wondering, how are you? Are you OK? Yeah. I'm not feeling good or I'm feeling this way. And just start the conversation. And like especially at the moment where stresses are high and people are like, this is such a foreign situation for so many of us to be in. Obviously all of us, pandemic, we've never lived through this before. Um, But I think it's just worthwhile starting with a bit of a chat and seeing where you can go from there, but also for yourself and making sure that you are, you know, well, mentally, emotionally, just check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. That's me speaking directly to the listener, not to people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I think everyone including me could do yeah. it, having a check-in to see how we're feeling um she says as well just before we move on the kind of the first sentence of of the the query is I am starting to feel like my boyfriend is losing interest if she does mention later on that sex has become non-existent um but the I'm starting to feel like my boyfriend is losing interest is a general thing not just about the sex but just to to speak about the sex like she says we used to have it quite regularly three to four times a week. That's, that's a lot. I'm going to say for yeah. people in a relationship it is. And she says, now if he touches me once every week or two, I'd be lucky. And even once a week or once a fortnight in a long day di- or not in a long distance in a long term relationship can be not enough, but like, because enough depends on everyone's sex drives and all that kind of stuff. Enough is different for me as it is for you, as it is for the next person. But if, if that's if you know sex once a fortnight is is making you happy and you feel good about yourself and you feel connected to your partner and you feel like you're having intimacy that's fine I want to make sure that she knows that it's not about racking up the numbers when it comes to sex it's about the connection and about the intimacy and I think people put a lot of pressure on how often do you have sex or we haven't had sex in you know a week two weeks three weeks three months three years whatever it is but once you feel connected, once you're both happy, once you feel sexually satisfied, there's also like the option for solo sexual satisfaction. But once all those things are in place, the number doesn't matter. So that's something she could probably take out of the equation altogether. I agree. And also, I'm pretty sure you said they were long distance for two years and they've been living together for a year. Yeah. So if you think about it, long distance for two years where sex together, obviously solo sex could happen, wasn't an option. I can only imagine on on 
like you know meeting up for the first time and for the first couple of months actually being in the same house as somebody that you're in a relationship with I can only imagine oh my god it's just middle of the day quickies like popping over from work to be like oh my god are you in the house I'm in the house bang you know phone city over here like it's almost like the start of a relationship all over again yeah 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 that kind of normal it's kind of normal for things to kind of just fall into a new pattern because at the beginning it's like the novelty new pattern and as you said whatever that pattern is for individuals in relation you know whatever works for each individual relationship is a-okay that's not indicative of a problem no what's more the problem is the feelings that are around yeah. everything that's been said yeah. and like you know look it's it doesn't feel good for anyone to be to feel like they're being ignored or or you know that someone is losing interest in them or anything like that or like to you know for someone to be sitting there scrolling on their phone and not watching the movie together like that does not feel good um but it, it like what what I feel might be happening is uh just yeah like um it, there it, there does seem to be a loss of interest but but it'd be worth having a bit of a doing a bit of an investigation and, and checking out on why exactly that has happened from both your perspectives but like bottom line and one thing I want to get across is this is not your fault it's not because you have your hair in a horn bun it's not because you've put on weight it is absolutely nothing to do with that it is to do with what's going on underneath both for yourself and for your partner that is the take-home I think it is. Okay, will we move on to the next one? Now, yeah. the next message, okay, I'm, got, like, I'm, I'm just going to show it right here. So the next message goes on across four pages. Four Great, pages. can I just say, I thought the first one was straightforward and then we had like a quite an extensive chat. So good luck in the cup <laughs> for the next one. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should be taking notes on pointers as well because that message is long. I saw the message, listeners, not the text, but the length and we're in for a ride. Let's yes. go. So very it's very long but and the, the thing is right it um and in fairness the listener says and i again i'm i'm i'd be 90 percent sure this is a female listener that we're dealing with here um she does say in her little intro she says oh my spot my spelling and grammar will be all over the place just a pre-warning right so the message kind of it goes it goes it asks lots of different questions and goes in and out of topics and stuff so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give you the abridgment i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the cliff notes on the message because just to give you a more direct idea what exactly this person is asking excellent i'll 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 paint you the picture so i the, the gist the gist of this is she's wondering about when is the right time to have babies okay she's 30 and she basically is like okay we have the body clock and do you have to be married and do you have to you know have all these things in place and she she basically is saying that her partner is saying that he like talking about those issues and he's just like oh no that's not for me that's not for me and she's like is that actually the case is it is it really not for him or is is that something he's just saying but it'll you know he'll actually he'll like it when it happens and she mentions that she has pets and that initially when she was t- when they were talking about getting these pets he was like no no not for me not my vibe at all but then she went ahead and got the pets of course and it turned out that uh, he was mad about them right okay how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So she basically is like, you know, is that going to happen with children? And then she says, there was an interesting thing here because for my experience, most men don't jump at the chance of having a baby or tell you, oh, good, yeah, let's try now. And then she has in brackets, men don't like to tell us what we want to hear when we want to hear it. Now, wow. Yeah. No, and, and, and this, I'm actually, I can't, to be honest, I kind of want to grab this man by the collar and punch him and tell him to start yeah. treating his partner with a little bit more respect. And... I also want to tell the listener that she deserves so much more than someone who she doesn't think will tell her what she wants to hear when, when, they, when she wants to hear it. Because a partnership and a relationship, I mean, of course there are men who say, I would love to have a child. Let's do that now. Of course there are. There are. I there, <laughs> yeah. And also, listeners, you can't see my face, or at least I hope you can't, because I've made no effort. I don't know if this has been recorded in church, but um, <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. I think we should, I think there's many things there, and I think we should just start from the top in relation to when is the right time to have children. Yeah. Okay. So, age, body clock, circumstances, finances, there's so many things that need to be considered. Yeah. But there is no at the age of 31.65 years you start to have a baby it is such personal preference and it comes down to you and your partner or you depending on your circumstances if you want to do it on your own you know there's so many ways people are are, you know now becoming families yeah but I think that is that's almost not an issue and I wonder if your partner is not hot on the idea is he putting these things in the way is it like yeah, we're not married yeah you know we've loads of time you know it could be it could be that so I just want to put that out there obviously the later it goes for a woman the more challenging it can be to actually conceive you know statistically and stuff like that but it's not to say that it's not going to happen and there's so many ways now to 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 become a parent and to you know to have children yeah. but I would I think what we should do is we should park that for a moment and come back to the other issues that seem to be there so there's no point ignoring the fact that your partner doesn't want to have a child and also I don't think pets and children are the same 
No, fair. <laughs> no, and I, I don't think she thinks pets and children are the same based on the message. But I think what she was trying to do was to say, like, I, to be honest, the, the impression I get is that she is like, I'm 30. I would love to have a baby with you. I love you. Like, let's do it. And he's like, no, no, not for me, not for me. And she's like, yeah, well, you said that about the cats and now you're mad about me. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, no, I do. I do know that. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I think what I mean by pets and babies not no, being, not. and children not being the same, it's more like the responsibility that you have as a parent oh, is yeah. similar to, but not on no. all on the same planet as the responsibility you have as a, as a parent. Not at all. Um, but I th- do you know what I think? I'm like, I mean, oh God, I'm just, I'm just reading through like bits of her text. Like she's, she seems so worried. Like she's basically like, um, she wants to, she's stuck between either just seeing what happens and hoping he's only scared now or like, or like leaving if he really means he doesn't want kids. So I think he's saying to her like, no, it's not for me. I'm not, not interested. And she's like, when is the right time? Like, when should I? cut and run kind of I think she's kind of wondering should I get out of this and and go and have kids and like I mean fundamentally when you think of it like okay like you said there is no right or wrong time to have kids It, it it happens when it happens if you are 16 and you have a baby you could be the best mother in the world if you are 46 and you you know think you're menopausal and actually you're pregnant you'll be the best mother in the world and you know there are so many different ways to start families um and there's never, I mean, there's never a right time in ter- like in terms of, oh, we've, have we got enough money? Have we got a house? Have we got, you know, that's, everything is never going to fall into place perfectly. But at the same time, if you're going out with someone and they're t- actively saying to you, no, I don't think I want to have children, that's probably not the best environment to bring a child into, in in my opinion. Um, and I also don't think there's any world in which you should test that theory as in I don't think you should go yeah sure we'll just I'll just get pregnant and then hopefully he'll learn to love the children I I think that would be probably a mistake would you agree I would completely agree on two fronts if you tricks trick is the strong word if you get pregnant and everybody is in an agreement and it's not a a, like it didn't just happen it wasn't a mistake or you know if you if you try your best to become pregnant and your partner doesn't want you to be pregnant um, and then doesn't want to be a parent, you have two issues there. You have a fundamental, you know, mismatch in your relationship and then you've also got a child to deal with. And I think personally, and this is just my personal opinion, if you're in a relationship with somebody and one person wants children and the other person doesn't, that is a fen- that's a foundational issue. Yeah. Same way, if as not children are not the same as the location you live in. What I am trying to say is, if I wanted to live in Dublin and my partner wanted to live in Mexico, and that was that was where we were, that couldn't work unless you wanted to do long distance. But you know, yeah. you have to you have to think about that. And it's sorry, <laughs> you can't do long distance with a kid. You can't. Do, no, that's <laughs> no timeshare on a baby. Don't think so. So yeah, I think that I think it maybe that needs to that conversation needs to happen how how sure are you that you want kids how sure are you your partner doesn't yeah start go from there but I think that's what the she's kind of question that's what she seems to be questioning she's she mentions that her partner had a had a difficult 
upbringing and childhood but she thinks that he would make a wonderful father um and that she thinks that the concept of parenthood just scares the shit out of him and she's thinking well you know maybe it's just because he's had that difficult upbringing and he doesn't want to you know perpetuate that that type of upbringing or whatever but either way either way I kind of feel as though you know if you're in a relationship with someone and you're thinking about you're you're talking about the the concept of of children and one person isn't as enthusiastic as the other person you really really need to stop and think about if you are compatible because there are certain things now there's a lot of things that you don't have to have in common to make a relationship work there's so many things you can be different in so many many like ways and you can have a perfectly functioning very open very healthy relationship but the topic of family and children and family planning in general it 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 helps greatly if both parties are on the same page like at least somewhat on the same page um and i don't think i i don't feel as though her partner is on the same page and i think i I think that's an issue i agree and i think it's that's what that's that it's so important it's the foundation of of a relationship to have those you know that those key things there's non-negotiables if you will and then as you said there's like that other you you could be in a relationship with somebody and they want to spend their free time mountain biking through the hills of wicklow and that's fine and you don't want to but that's their that's their jam this is much more important this is the rest of your life stuff and i understand what the listener is saying about um her partner coming from a, a tough family upbringing and him being a good father but it's actually and you know thinking maybe we'll just get a bit have a baby and see it's not your call to make no to make him a father and show him he's he will be a good father if that person really if that's the reason they don't want to have a baby it's it's not it's not up to you to change that for them same way it's not up for him to change you wanting to have a a child and you being you know a fantastic mother but it's a relationship conversation that needs to happen again it's a communication thing sit down have a chat see and have a real chat don't you know it's not the kind of thing you do while you're watching Netflix and be like, ah, oh, let's try and have a baby. Like it's a, we need to have a chat here. You know, like, I have another bottle of popcorn. Yeah. And I throw the kettle on. I, I will say at this juncture that that's led me into a part of her message that was um, on that kind of subject of the communication and the chats. So she says she has brought up the topic. She said, when I do bring up the topic, he gets antsy and big chested. Um, and he would say, I'm not, uh, so she'll say, if I, even if I say no need to be scared of the thought of it happening one day, he would reply, I'm not scared or worried about nothing with a puffed out chest. Okay. So I think she, and, and she also says, which breaks my heart, she says, kids in the future is huge for me. He knows that. And, you know, so she obviously is trying to have the conversation with him. And she obviously is trying to say, look, maybe you're just scared because your your past because your upbringing because your childhood and she's obviously having those conversations with him and saying there's no need to to worry about it if it does happen one day and he's saying I'm not scared of anything and he's kind of shutting it down by by what I can read into this um so 
I think, you know, my, like you just said, my number one advice in most of these situations is communication and communication is the basis of a good relationship and a, and a relationship that functions well open communication and honest communication I feel like she has been honest with him I think she has probably said look having children is a huge thing for me and she has tried to chat to him so I feel like you know that would be normally be my advice to to have the communication to have the discussion to see what the worries are etc he doesn't seem like he wants to have that discussion and that to me seems quite maybe immature or or closed-minded or 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 closed down of of him which makes me think you know if if they can't have great communication it's probably not the healthiest relationship that that they've ever been in and maybe maybe she needs maybe she does need to have a look at look what are her priorities if her priorities are to you know live with the man she loves and and not potentially never have children based on his wishes then that's option A. And option B is if she really wants to have a family in future, she's 30 years old. She is by no means, you know, over the hill in terms of finding someone, having babies. At this point, if she does want to move on, she should. She should go, okay, this is not what I want. Uh, he, he and I don't have this, the same values in terms of family. I'm going to move on and start a relationship with someone who does want to give me the things that I want. And I will also say sometimes, sometimes women, and again, sleeping generalization, bell, ding, 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 right? Ding, ding. You love the bell. I do. In fact, Andrea actually bought me a sweeping generalization horn to blare, but I actually think it would disturb my neighbors. <laughs> it probably would. And it would be very, very kind of abrupt in the midst of. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Um, but I think what I was going to say was I think women sometimes get it into their heads that they're not allowed to ask for what they want in relationships they get it into their head that and it's not it's not out of nowhere I mean society has led us to believe that we need to be somewhat kind of you know I don't know agreeable and subservient in certain circumstances and we have to be you know we have to be we have to not talk too much and we have to not be too confident and we have to not have opinions and we have to like society has kind of bred that into us in, in to a certain extent. And it, it does translate back into our relationships at times where we think we shouldn't, we shouldn't put our needs first. We shouldn't put our wants first and our desires first. And I completely disagree with that. And I think that, you know, in order for you to be fulfilled and happy in your life, never mind in a relationship you need to be able to put yourself first because nobody else is going to do that for you and even if you love them to the ends of the earth they're never going to put you first you're the only person who can do that and I think if she really if the listener really truly put herself first she would see that her wish is to have a family and she should feel okay she should feel confident articulating some of that that massive massive thing to her partner and if it if it isn't reciprocated if it isn't well received she should have the confidence and she should be able to say well do you know what this isn't actually for me then and to be able to maybe move on I absolutely agree I really do I think that's big that's big advice but I I think it's it's what I would advise a friend of mine 
yeah no absolutely and I think I think that um if those conversations have been had and if they've been broached in a very level like you know neutral way as mm-hmm. much as possible because these issues are quite emo- you know there's emotion involved here like that want that need that you know to be a mother and to, to have a family and, yeah. and not wanting that 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 it can be tough but 100% if you're not getting what you need from a relationship from a friendship from anything you have the authority to pick yourself up out of it and move on to somewhere else because Percy <laughs> as scary as that age is for some of us at the moment <laughs> um isn't you know by any means we're not over the hill we're nope. you know if anything it's the part of your life where you're starting to get to know yourself a lot more and what you want and what you need yeah. and then with with that kind of coming into your 30s you kind of get a little bit more authority to be like you know what actually this isn't my jam you this isn't what I want yeah you get and the confidence yeah you get the confidence and it's it's kind of your time yeah so don't put yourself and in any other position other than first you're so right you need to just think think of you and move on that way move on what don't mean move on actually move on if that's not if that doesn't need to happen but I do mean move on from this juncture with okay if if I put what I want first what is that how does that look where does that leave me and you know what I think is key as well the key thing is that when you and this is directly to the listener, when you do eventually put yourself first, when you do make that decision to, to own your own feelings and the things that you want, if your partner isn't supportive of that, and if your partner is like, if that jars with your partner, if your partner is a bit like, well, why am I first anymore? That's a, that's a signal that, you know, your relationship isn't balanced because you putting yourself first, him putting himself first, and you guys being able to coexist like that is what you want in a relationship. You don't want to have to be... Now, of course, every relationship has... You know, you lean on your partner. That's what partners are for. You you rely on each other at different points throughout your lives. But if if you making your... You know, if you trying to make yourself happy and trying to get the things that you want, the fundamental things you want out of life, if that's a problem for him, that's a problem for you and it will always be a problem for you because you'll never be able to exist in that relationship and and be able to own the things that you want and be able to ask for the things that you want so yeah that's it's big advice but I think it's it's uh it's the advice like I said that's what I would tell a friend of mine if I was giving my friend advice so yeah I I agree me nerves I hope I hope that's helpful because it's big and it's scary but it can be really empowering as well yeah and you know what like you know I'm sure and this this is probably um I'm sure she loves her partner I'm sure they love each other but you know it takes more than love and if she loves him and he is still not you know not meeting her halfway and not not supporting the things that she wants and not get not even giving her the forum to discuss the things she wants properly yeah maybe she should question exactly how much he does love her because love means more than just you know telling them that you love them and sitting down on a Sunday and watching movies together that's not love that's a relationship and and there are many relationships that exist without love love is supporting the other person listening to them asking them how they feel asking them what they want out of their lives you know doing everything you can 
within your power while also keeping yourself happy to make them happy and yeah so I would kind of I I when if if the reader or the listener is listening to this and thinking oh yeah that's all well and good and I know I should probably leave him and, and move on and find someone who does want to have kids but I love him you can't love in a vacuum wow love is a two-way street do you that know is a, that is a that is a hard-hitting sentiment there you cannot love in a vacuum I like that a lot you can't you, can, you don't have love without it being mutual do you know what I, I mean? agree I, I I really really agree and although as you're saying there's compromise there everybody gets to put themselves first in a relationship and have some compromise that's that's the health that's the sign of a healthy relationship exactly there's also I just to add into the love there's also different ways people love yeah. and different ways people have been shown to love and have learned to love and maybe your particular brand of love and his particular brand of love do not align yeah. and with that yeah. you know I think there's a lot of relationships that end with very little fireworks and you know I don't mean fireworks in a good way I mean like chaos chaos yeah. just people realize actually we haven't had this conversation and this probably should have been one of the first things that we you know not the first thing like hey how are you and many kids oh, date number one do you want yeah. to me soon? um do you know like I don't mean like that but it, when the relationship begins so when when it's it goes from dating or from seniors to that relationship I think th- those are the kind of fundamental questions that need to be asked at that early stage you need to assess where you both stand what you both want and how have a look at how you both love yeah if it will work for you fantastic if not there doesn't need to be animosity it's just they're not your person you know Audrey we now hang on I said to you earlier right when I asked Andrea to come on and record this with me because I was going to do it solo but then I thought do you know what Andrea is such good uh, such a good advice giver uh, I said to her, oh, it'll just be a half an hour. We'll do a quick episode, 15 minutes per question. And here we are, nearly an hour later, still chatting away. Love it. I love it. Um, thank you so much, Dre. You're the bomb. Thanks so no much. No problems. Absolute pleasure. And Thanks I'll, for having me. I'll see you when it's legally acceptable to do so, um, <laughs> which hopefully will be soon because I really miss my pal. Um, and other than that I will be talking to you soon and to everyone that's listening thank you so much for your patience with me and my erratic private education um posting schedule of late I really appreciate that you still listen and I really appreciate that all the people listen to the back, back episodes and all that kind of stuff um in case you haven't seen I am well still continuing private education as I always do because I love it but I am starting a new podcast which is short series podcasts. So basically the first series is going to be eight episodes and it is all focused around beauty. And I'm going to be launching that in, I'm going to say early June, but who knows really, because I'm trying to get a sponsor for it. So whenever that kind of falls into place, then you'll be able to hear that. It's called, the podcast is going to be called Intuit and series one is beauty. So basically Intuit, series one, beauty. And it's Intuit podcast on Instagram if you want to go and have a look um but like I said private education will always be here and if that's not what you're into stick around here for more smart sex and relationships from private education how about that (laughs) I'm in she's in dries in um okay so that's where I'll leave it for this week until next week and look 
I'm, I actually have got an episode planned in for next week, which is, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, there confident, we go. pretty confident we're going to have one next Friday. Um, until then, stay safe, have fun. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 